0: Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to talk about carbohydrates, nutrition's most controversial topic. Do you have a warped mindset of carbs? Well, hopefully after this episode, you won't anymore. Welcome back to the Daily Dollar podcast, everybody. How are you this fine day? I'm excited to get stuck into carbohydrates. I love talking about carbohydrates with clients I also particularly love eating carbohydrates. They make me very happy. I enjoy them a lot. But for those of you who don't know me and are tuning into the podcast for the first time on this episode, you might be, or you might be a return visitor. But I'm Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and I'm the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. Now, fun fact about me is that I've recently got a dog. I've got a puppy. I bought a Collie Cross Kelpie puppy. He's now 11 and a half weeks old and I'm turning into a crazy dog lady. So I haven't owned a dog in 12 years I think it's been and I grew up with dogs and we did have one when my daughter Asha was a baby but it didn't work out and we ended up giving him to my mother-in-law. So he's still alive today but he's not really our dog anymore. But My new dog Harvey, I'm full in love with him and I'm like training him and I'm working from home and every time I go to the shops, I buy him a new toy and we've spent hundreds of dollars on vet bills because now he has like a skin allergy. I've got steroid cream and then all his immunizations and then I've booked him into puppy school and bought him a special bed and, you know, there are some days where I'm not wearing bras or doing my hair because I'm just like immersed in just trying to like balance my life and this dog – And then last night, we were all sitting down to dinner as a family, as we do. And I was like to everyone, mostly my husband, though, I think I'm turning into a crazy dog lady. And he literally just looks up at me and he's like, you are. And I was like, oh, I was really hoping he would be like, no, you're not, babe. You're doing fine. It's fun.' But yep, apparently I am. I'm like full deep into it. So I'm just trying to find like this healthy balance between caring for my dog, but it just not taking over my life good times. But let's get stuck into talking about carbohydrates today. More importantly, I'm talking about mindsets around carbohydrate and how you view and perceive them and then subsequently how these views and perceptions then affect the way that you eat because this is actually really important. In fact, I'm a huge believer in in the premise that your underlying belief systems and the way that you view and process information about food and your underlying you know motives and thoughts and belief systems they all affect your behavior and so sometimes when I meet a client and I'm talking to them about carbohydrates their mindset around carbohydrates is wrong and that mindset is is holding them back from change and it's holding them back from actually finding the right carbohydrate that's that's right for them. And it's not really their fault that their mindset is wrong though, because there is so much conflicting information around carbohydrates on the internet that it's pretty difficult for people to know, you know, what's right and what's wrong. Just to give you an idea of this light bulb moment that I had about misinformation. And so, right, I've got a new puppy. I don't want that puppy to poo and in my house. I don't want that puppy to jump all over my guests right? Or dig holes in the backyard or hump people, you know, and do all those like bad dog behaviors. And so I'm like deep into YouTube dog training videos and ask my husband, I'm just, I spend, you know, a good half hour, 45 minutes watching them in bed because I just want to train this dog epic, right? I'm, I'm an all in kind of person. So I'm all in with dog training. And so I'm following this guy on YouTube. He's got 3 million followers. And I was like, hey, He's got a, he's got to be onto something, right? Three million followers, right? He's charismatic on the video. He's really easy to listen to. His advice seems really logical. You know, he he's kind of poo pooing old school thoughts about dog training, new positive approach, right? I was just like, yeah, this guy's the bee's knees. I love him. I'm I'm taking on his advice. I'm starting to apply it, and I'm seeing good results with it. Right? So not everything's working, but overall. Yeah. What I'm learning is helpful. But then as I dig deeper into the world of YouTube dog training videos, is that there's all these people that have set up YouTube channels that hate this guy, the guy with 3 million followers and he's doing it wrong. And is he ruining your dog? And he's not qualified and rah, rah, rah. And I was just like, oh, so it's not just nutrition that has, you know, Um, qualified experts and unqualified experts or different opinions, right, about how it should be done, what's the best way to do things. And I just found that fascinating. And I thought to myself, you know what, I don't know if this guy, like just because he has 3 million followers, is he legit? Like, is he qualified? Does he know what he's talking about? Right. And I just had this moment where I thought there are, you know, People in Australia and around the world who have no qualifications in nutrition, but they've got millions of followers and people listen to them. They set themselves up as an authority. And so, me as a consumer going in blind to the dog training world, I don't know who's who and what's what and what to believe. But what I'm starting to gather is listening to a bunch of different trainers and watching different videos is that there are key principles that seem to apply no matter how you train a dog but that there are different ways to do it and you know that there's sometimes not wrong or right just different situation different person different dog right and i think it's really important to actually think about nutrition in this way is that you know obviously there are some people who aren't qualified and they give really bad advice like i was going back through my facebook memories the other day and sometimes i post on my personal facebook page just really dumb things that people do with nutrition and The fun one that popped up from five years ago was that cucumbers purify your organism. And I was like, what does that even mean? You know? And it was just a post on Instagram that I saw and I was like, this is really dumb. Um, Right. So some people just are, are perpetuating poor advice, but even when people aren't qualified and they're giving nutrition advice, there's strings of truth through all of it. There's this, these principles that sort of weave throughout the advice. And And that's what you need to start to tease out, right? And hopefully you're going to get a more clearer picture of that principle from a qualified person. However, you know, when it comes to finding out, well, what's the right thing, right? Just like me, what's the right way to train my dog? Is at the end of the day, I start applying advice. I look at the outcomes of that advice. You know, I look at how consistent I'm being. I look at Am I actually following the advice correctly or that kind of thing? And I have good awareness about my application of the advice. But if I'm not getting the results that I'm wanting, then it's time for me to go and start and find another approach. It would be silly of me to continue to apply bad advice to my dog training and still have a really badly behaved dog who poops in my house and jumps on my visitors, right? So, this is what I want to chat through with carbohydrates today. You know, there's a a lot of misinformation around them and and things that are just not helpful, like you have to cut out bread to lose weight or grains are bad for your brain or potatoes will make you fat. Your body can't digest wheat. Don't eat pasta after 4 p.m., right? Sugar is toxic. A lot of poor messages. None of this is actually helpful. It doesn't empower you to make consistent action or change. It doesn't help you know what foods are carbohydrate rich? How much you should be eating for that's right for you, right? It doesn't. None of this these statements help you actually put healthy eating advice into practice. And so, any kind of advice that's not applicable in that you can't practically apply it, I would just just plonk that off to the side and start thinking and and looking for advice that's actually applicable and that you're able to do consistently and start to put into practice. One of the things I want to talk about when it comes to sort of thinking about carbs wrong is this first concept of comparing yourself to others. So one of the main reasons I believe that the topic of carbohydrates is so confusing is because everybody actually has a different carbohydrate need. You know, your carbohydrate needs depend on your age, your weight, your height, your activity levels, your metabolic health, your risk of chronic disease, your food preferences, your goals. So, you know, to compare your carbohydrate needs and how you're eating carbs to someone else is, is actually not helpful. Everybody needs something a little bit different and they apply the principles a little bit differently. But this is what happens is, right, you say you read online about a woman who cut out all the bread, the pasta, the potato and rice from her diet. She's lost 20 kilos and she looks super lean. You know, she even has a six pack. And so you try to do the same thing Except that you hate life or you're starving, you're tired, you're constipated, but you blame yourself thinking it's a lack of willpower as to why you can't stick to the diet. You maybe need to eat more carbohydrate. Maybe you're doing more exercise, right? There's so many different things. You might need more carbohydrate than this lady does. You might be doing more exercise than she did. Maybe she didn't actually do that and she's just selling you a book or a supplement and it's not real, right? Like maybe she's just pandering to the trend and just saying that this was what she did to, to look like this, right? You have no idea. And so what you've got to do is commit to finding what's right for you, not what's right for someone else and then trying to apply that to, to you and your life. You can lose weight and improve your health on a range of different macronutrient combinations, whether they're high or low carb. And you need to check out my carbohydrate episode earlier where I get into a scientific study around comparing low-carb and high-carb diets. And I'll touch on this briefly later as well. But you do need to trial and error to experiment and find out what's right for you. Another mindset just in general that a lot of people have is that that carbs just are bad um, and that you're cutting them out subsequently way too strictly. So I just want to preface this point though by saying that, yes, as a society – we eat too much processed carbohydrate, right? Soft drink, cordial cakes, biscuits, chocolates, chips. I just made lolly bags for my son's party tonight, right? They were full of sugar and it's a bit fun, right? But there's, there's a lot of sugar in our diets and culturally speaking, you know, right? Party bags, culture. And there's nothing wrong with those party bags. I ate a couple of the snakes and they were really delicious. However, if we were to accumulative add up all of the processed carbohydrates that we could potentially eat in a day, it would be quite high. And so if you've been eating poorly over the years and you're now looking to lose weight, reducing your carbohydrate intake from that high intake of processed carbs down to a more moderate is a really good thing to do. But you don't actually have to cut out everything. And in fact, you know, you only need to do a little bit of research, which actually shows that a 10, even a 10% reduction in your carbohydrate intake and overall load can help decrease your weight, you know, manage your blood sugar levels and decrease your risk of heart disease. And so sometimes when people are like, ah, cut out carbs, you just want to look at what's my current total carbohydrate intake looking like consistently and can I reduce it from there So it's sort of making changes relative to what you're currently doing rather than trying to do some kind of blanket advice that's not really applicable to you at all. And the thing is, I'm often chatting to people who already are highly health conscious and are trying are already on a lower carb eating pattern anyway, and they still think it's too high and they're still trying to cut out more carbs and they're struggling. So yes, look, overall, as a culture and society, we're eating too much carbohydrate, but we don't make nutrition recommendations to an individual based on what the whole population is doing. We make nutrition recommendations to the individual based on what the individual is currently doing. And then we make the changes from there. And this is why individualized nutrition and doing a one-on-one session with a dietitian is so, so valuable. The other thing I commonly see with these mindsets around carbs is that people have forgotten about other parts of their diet. You know, healthy eating is more than just getting your carbs right. There are two other macronutrients, protein and fat. You know, remember them. They need some attention too. You know, what about the fat sources that you're eating and the protein foods that you're eating? You know, sometimes when we solely focus on just one nutrient, we forget to look at the diet as a whole. And so I often like to remind people to come out of the nutrient weeds And just start to look at the food forest a bit and see the foods that they're eating overall and consistently so that they're looking at their diet from a more holistic perspective. And, you know, I've met a lot of people who are, you know, who've been on low carb, high fat diets who've come to me because they're not losing weight. And the reason that it's not working is because overall they're still eating too much. They haven't created a calorie deficit. And so they've paid so much attention to getting their carbs low and increasing their fats, so that they haven't actually looked at the overall diet is their energy balance right are they eating enough vegetables right so regardless of what you may believe about nutrition and macronutrients the evidence is very strong that all dietary patterns will help you lose weight regardless of their macronutrient composition if you create an energy deficit and so even though all calories may not be created equal in that the way that our body is able to utilise calories from food differs depending on the food, overall you still need to have less energy in than, your, than the energy your body expends consistently over the long term to get the results that you're after. Lastly, a poor mindset around carbohydrates is this stress about sugar. Now whether that sugar comes from a cake or a lolly, or it comes from the fact that your body has broken down the starch in sweet potato to glucose, it all ends up sugar in your bloodstream, right? So sugar in and of itself is not the problem. The problem is the dose is how much are we having, particularly in one setting and, you know, over the course of our diet consistently over time and two, where is that sugar coming from? What's the foods that we're eating? And so start to take a step back from just focusing on sugar because sugar is actually in everything except for chicken, meat, and fish and oil, right? It's in every other food. Capsicums are rich in nutrients, but they have 13 grams of sugar, which is three teaspoons of sugar in one capsicum, right? Should you stop eating capsicums? Definitely not. They're healthy and delicious. They're amazing, right? Um, but there's sugar in them. There's sugar in perfectly healthy foods like milk and nuts and seeds and and things like that. So what I want you to think about is be mindful of your processed sugary foods, juice and cordial and biscuits and lollies and desserts. But you do not have to worry about the sugar in in whole minimally processed foods. So I'm gonna leave you with this. Overall diet quality trumps individual nutrient recommendations every time. So focusing on the types of foods like the quality of your diet, so you know, building your diet out of whole minimally processed foods is more important than stressing over the carbs, proteins, and the fats. And so if you want to find more information about the macronutrient composition of a diet and its effect on weight loss. I want you to go and check out my previous episode where I get deep into some scientific studies about that. But basically, when you trawl through all the research, it's that low carb diets work for weight loss, but they actually are not superior to other other diets as well. And so, the other dietary strategies can work just as well. So. What I want you to do is focus on getting your veggies in, you know, building your diet out of plant-based foods rich in vegetables and fruit, you know, get your carbohydrates from intact food sources, sweet potato, legumes, whole grains, you know, nuts and seeds and fruit, etc. And then get some individual advice around your energy intake so that you find what's right for you. But don't be confused about carbohydrates any more, It's just about finding the carbohydrate intake that's appropriate for you and your goals, and you won't be confused when you find what's right for you. Have a great day, team. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out the Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.